Welcome to this week's Conversation in the Coop. I'm your host, Trinity Athletic Director Drew Galbraith, and my pleasure today to be joined by two uh, Trinity athletes who hoped to be kicking off a season uh, in September. Instead, uh, they're waiting for practice to start in the era of COVID. My pleasure this afternoon to be joined by Caroline Munn and Ellie Tate. Both play field hockey. Ellie's also a member of our swimming team. So welcome to both of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, I, Caroline, I'm going to start with you. Uh, it's obviously a different fall. So let's actually go back to March when things shut down. All Trinity students were sent home in March. And, um, you know, at, at that point, I think a lot of people thought, hopefully by the fall, things will be uh, better. So, so talk a little bit about the experience of, of having to have your uh, last academic year cut short and then, um, you know, the process of, of you know, making a decision for you and your family to come back to campus this fall and, and uh, just how that was that, how that process was for you. Yeah, so I'm in a pretty had a pretty unique situation with COVID. In March, I was studying abroad in Copenhagen, Denmark with the Danish Institute of Study Abroad. I had been following the COVID-19 pandemic from an outside uh, way, but I really never thought that it was going to pan out like it has um, in our senior year of, of college. <laughs> and so um, this whole summer, I think Ellie and I have been really pushing our first years and other teammates to be keeping the stick in your hand because we always were hoping to have a season in the fall. We uh, had a lot of Zoom meetings and really focusing that we are working um, throughout the whole entire summer to get to this point. My family and I uh, decided for me to come back to campus because we were really prioritizing the hope that I could play one last game or one on Robin L. Shepard Field. Uh, I am still hopeful for that opportunity as a senior, and I am crossing my fingers that we will be able to have uh, a practice with the 20 of us, even if it is six feet apart. I yeah. think we the love of the game is really what's driving my hope and what I want to see with this yeah, senior I, year. I think that's a, that's a, a good way to start. And Ellie, I'm going to get to you in a second, but for all of our listeners out there, uh, the plan was to actually begin uh, practices for our fall and spring teams on campus on Friday, September 18th. Um, we've, we've delayed that for a few days, but hope to get back to that, uh, that plan next week. Um, so we hope to have teams practicing by uh, you know, the 23rd or 24th of September. And for our fall teams, we are hopeful to be able to schedule uh, roughly a, a half season um, in the spring. So for a sport like field hockey, we will be talking in, in terms of, you know, eight to 10 games in the spring season uh, for those seasons. We are hopeful to have that, that sort of uh, closure, particularly for our senior athletes, but for all the, all the student athletes in fall and spring sports. So Ellie, same question. You were coming off the end of your second season, so you play field hockey in the fall, and then you uh, you go through a swim season in the winter. So, how how was it for you thinking about you know it was right around the time of spring break, and then the idea that we weren't coming back from spring break, and and uh, how was that for you, and then the the summer as well? Yeah, um, it was really strange because I had just finished up swim season right about at the same time um that we were sent home and so I was just getting started uh back with playing a little bit of uh spring ball with um my teammates 
that were still on campus and getting back into field hockey lifts as we were prepping for the fall season and going home, like same thing as what Mun uh, just said was I wanted to keep my stick in my hand and I was really hoping that things would work out that we could have a full fall season. And um, I have, I'm the SAC co-president. And so I was working all summer on trying to figure out how to support our student body the best we could um, in this really difficult time. Um, And so that was like a big priority I had this summer. And so I knew coming back in this fall that, I wanted to make the most of my senior year and my last year here at Trinity um, on all aspects. And whether it's a traditional season or whether it's not, I am just happy to be back here on campus and have the opportunity to practice with my teammates, whether it's for field hockey or swimming. And just being back here, I'm just so thankful I'm here. Our conversation on the Coop this week was with Caroline Munn and Ellie Tate, both of Trinity Field Hockey. And uh, both of you back here for senior fall. Um, you've been back now for a few weeks. So what, what is that uh, what, beyond everyone wearing masks, beyond the, uh, the, the social distancing? What's, uh, what's maybe the thing that's uh, surprised you the most that it's so different? And what's the thing that has not been as uh, maybe maybe not as surprising. Caroline, what, what, what do you think? What, what's most different being back on campus? I think the most different thing for me is not um, training to play mm-hmm. and practice for the weekends. Um, our fall season and fall semesters are always centered solely around uh, preparing for our next game and feeling our bodies in Mather to be as successful as we can on the weekends. And it definitely has been uh, a unique experience to be waking up on a Saturday morning and not getting ready to prepare for a 60 minute game with all of my teammates. One of the things that has been really amazing this fall semester is the drive of my professors and how they are really pushing us and, um, enlightening us on some information um, in the classroom. I am have the opportunity to be in two in-person classes and my professors are full of light and energy each and every day and engaging us uh, in the classroom. So I'm really grateful for all of the professors and faculty on this campus for helping us stay safe and healthy this year. Yeah, that that's, that's well said as well. There are a lot of folks uh, working to make sure that we can have a robust in-person experience. And among the NESCAC schools, Trinity has uh, a greater population of the students back on campus. And, and here in, in Hartford, we have uh, you know, 1,900 undergraduates who are uh, you know, on campus on a regular basis. Not all of them have all in-person classes, but um, many have at least one and, and many are um, you know, engaged, fully engaged in campus. So what about you, Ellie? What's maybe some, something else that's just odd? And I, I, will, I will freely admit to both of you, uh, I have not had uh, this much free time on fall weekends in my adult life. So uh, I'm not sure what to do, although, you know, my wife and, and family are very happy that I've got a lot of extra time on Saturdays and Sundays. So what's, what's most different for you and what's most surprising? Um, yeah, I would say the weirdest thing was not having a preseason. Mm-hmm. 
like what we normally have. And so not having those like multiple practices a day and that like close bonding that you get right away with our team being the only, one of the only uh, students on campus at, at the time. And so that was a really uh, hard adjustment, but I, through social distancing, I have now gotten to know our first right. years and I've found ways to interact with them through our, all the protocols that are on campus. And so I've been thankful for that. Um, but I have all of my classes in person um, this fall. So I do have some sense of normalcy of running around throughout the day to my different research and class opportunities that I have. And so that's been like my one like little saving grace of normalcy throughout this sure. whole thing. Well, Ali, you brought it up there. So let, let's talk a little bit about how you, as both of you have a number of leadership roles around campus in not only with the team and being senior athletes, but also in other organizations you're part of. So how do you help those first year students? And, and truthfully, even some of our, um, some of our second year students who had that first year of college cut short, how do you help them manage what uh, obviously has to be a really confusing time for them as they're trying to uh, get assimilated into our campus environment, but also it's, it's very hard to do so. Everybody's behind their own bedroom door. Uh, you know, the, the, uh, you're not sitting out on your hall, staying up all night, talking and getting to know people. So how, what are some things that each of you have done uh, uh, just to help the, the first years and the younger members of the program get assimilated, Ellie? Um, well, I'm a first year seminar mentor, so I have really emphasized to the 15 students that are in my seminar um, that I am an open resource to them. And I've tried to share details of my life on Trin at Trinity um, with them so that hopefully they can feel as though they can come to me for other uh, questions and any stresses they might be having this fall. So I've really tried to emphasize being open to them. And so far, they've come with all kinds of questions on how to do different things on the website, using Moodle, all of our different like aspects of Trinity. And so that's been a really like good connection that I've made with the first years. And then um, players on the team, like we had um, a few lifts um, through the strength and conditioning program this week. And I had lifts at the same time as those as three first years on our team. And so it was a really good connection to almost feel as though we're in, in season with our team. Right. right. What about you, Caroline? What are, what are some things you've you know, either noticed with the first years that are, is probably very different from your experience or just advice you've given them about how to navigate uh, the, the COVID world at Trinity? Some of the things that I've been relaying to our first years is the idea of transparency and communication. Mm -hmm. There has been a lot of uncertainty in our world, especially in the last week as a Trinity student and even more as a first year. Um, we have, as upperclassmen, have dealt with um, these struggles on a daily basis within the last three years, but the freshmen do not know how to deal with um, some of these uh, things that have been popping up. Additionally, I am a first year seminar mentor as well for histories of medicine and it's a digital humanities class. So one of the things that I have been um, relaying to my first years is that I made a 
website via WordPress, which pretty much describes like 10 steps or ways uh, to navigate Trinity and to be um, the most successful student that, that you can be. Uh, these are all from my personal experiences as a student. I give some information about being a student athlete, uh, being a student leader on campus, getting involved with sports and clubs. And on a field hockey perspective, I've been trying to check in with a lot of our first years. It's been very difficult um, sure. in the last two weeks and in order to stay safe within our coop. Uh, so a lot of our check-ins have been via Zoom, which um, is the new normal now. Right. And so checking in with our first years, um, having Zoom wide calls with our whole entire team has been great to see people's faces and just seeing people on long walk um, and waving to them has been amazing uh, throughout this last two weeks on campus. So what's both of your frustration level with, or maybe not frustration is the wrong word because it's necessary, exhaustion level with Zoom as you're wrapping up week two of classes? Would you, you know, if 10 is the top of the scale, where are you with Zoom? Um, I would say probably like a five. Okay. I, I'm not too frustrated. I mean, this week was a little tough with a little hiccup in the Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. um, but I, as kind of what uh, Caroline just said, was the new normal has become Zoom. So I've found a way to accept that that's going to be the way that it is yeah. for now. Caroline, what about you? I'm at a seven. <laughs> I have two in two classes that operate via Zoom and I was kicked out of my class an innumerable amount of times. And I think the one of the things that sh is most annoying is that the professors are keeping their same standards of um, in terms of how we should be in the classroom and they didn't really understand how um, annoying and frustrating it was to be kicked out and then had to be let in right. uh, back into the room for the safety aspect. So the standards never changed in terms of the Zoom requirements. So it was a very frustrating week for my two classes. Well, I, I can say now after six and a half months of, of leading department meetings on Zoom, um, as many times as we say, we're going to, you know, we're going to mute everybody. Please don't unmute yourself unless you ask, have, have something to say. We still have coaches and staff who, uh, you know, unmute themselves. The cell phone goes off. They're uh, they're yelling with somebody in the kitchen. Their dishes clanging. So it's uh, it's. I think it's now a universal frustration of the the additional noise and hassle of Zoom. But uh, I think you like uh, like one of you said. It's it's just the new norm. So that's where we are. So as as you're both of you are wrapping up four years at Trinity, I think you're both great examples of. Uh, people who came to Trinity and really took advantage of the full experience, not only uh, as a student, as an athlete, but, you know, getting involved in other organizations on campus and taking advantage of some of those opportunities that, um, you know, where you can use the classroom as a springboard to other opportunities at Trinity. So um, I, I know about many of your unique uh, experiences. So maybe each of you take, you know, pick just one of those experiences outside the classroom and, and how special it was. Ellie, maybe you first. Uh, I know you've done some really unique research opportunities. Um, yeah, I have worked with my advisor, uh, Dr. Amber Pitt, for about two and a half years now. And last summer, and it was supposed to be this summer as well, uh, but due to the pandemic, um, I couldn't 
but last summer I went to Missouri um, in Ozark County, Missouri, and did research on freshwater turtles. And I had an incredible experience there and having that hands-on field research and the experience of writing a scientific paper and assisting in uh, the process of publishing a scientific paper um, is an experience I've been very thankful of at Trinity. And I am using that information that I've uh, acquired over the past few years. And I'm hoping to use my research to write a senior thesis this year. Outstanding. And Caroline, what about you? You've done so many different things and um, you know, you had, you had at least part of the study away experience uh, last spring. So uh, pick, what, what do you think that, that best out of classroom experience has been for you? One of my best out of classroom experiences has been with Conperk students. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conperk stands for Connecticut Public Interest Research Group. This is my second semester um, as the chapter president of the organization at Trinity. And I have had some amazing experiences with many different students on campus, in addition to faculty and administration. One of my most memorable experiences through Conperg was lobbying at the State House to ban plastic bags from Connecticut. And it was a campaign that I ran through the Zero Waste campaign, uh, where we got petitions from over 2,000 students on campus, and that's more than half of our population here in Hartford. And so through my lobbying and the work of my volunteers and peers, we were able to ban plastic bags in Connecticut. And that was one of the most best days to be driving up to Connecticut and seeing um, when I went to the grocery store that they were using paper bags and prompting people to be using reusable bags to help protect our environment. And I'm really grateful to be the chapter president this fall and prioritizing nonpartisan voter registration. And we will be doing that event this week on National Voter Registration Day, which is Tuesday, September 22nd. And by that date, uh, all 25 Bielaki players will be registered to vote and hopefully uh, vote on November 3rd for the election. Outstanding. We just uh, just made an announcement today that uh, the NESCAC, much like a number of other conferences and, and Trinity's involved in this, that we will not have any athletic activities on uh, on Election Day this year or years to come uh, either, because we, we believe it's important for our students to be involved. And I think we have some exciting announcements coming on the um, just on the voter registration and election awareness front here in the next few weeks. Uh, so uh, last question for both of you. Um, if, if you can look in your crystal ball and we have, uh, you know, continue to have positive numbers in terms of uh, low number of COVID cases on campus, what's the thing you're most looking forward to as the restrictions ease a little bit? So whether that's the start of field hockey, being able to be with the team out uh, on Shepherd Field, what, what's the thing you're most looking forward to um, with that next uh, kind of phase of return to normal? Ellie? Um. I would have to say just being able to compete, hopefully, um, the hope of a spring competition, whether it's a day, a season, like just being able to be out there with the entire team playing a game will, I would give anything for that right now. Um, Cause 
hitting around with one person or two people isn't the same <laughs> as playing 11 v 11 out on Shepherd Agreed. Field. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that day for when it sure. comes. Caroline, what about you? I definitely agree with what Ellie said. Uh, waking up on a Saturday morning in Hartford and walking to Mather with all of my teammates, having breakfast, going to the locker room and playing music, getting ready, putting on our uniforms and walking out in our warm-up musics to play a game is something like no other. And it even is more special when other teams are playing and that the Bantam pride is in the air and that everyone is rooting for us to be successful on that game is something I'm getting the chills right now that I I'm so excited if that ever were to happen. I think that that starts with our team and it starts with the athletic department and students all over campus to be focusing on the opportunity of getting students back to what makes them extremely happy. If that means sports clubs being in person or just uh, different guidelines regarding COVID. So I'm really hoping for, that and crossing my fingers. Great. Well, and we hope we can provide that too. And that's certainly what we're pointing towards. So uh, Ellie Tate, Caroline Munn, thank you both for doing this and stay safe. And we look forward to seeing you back out on the field very, very soon. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. That's going to do it for this week's conversation in the coop for all the latest Trinity athletics news, go to bantamsports.com. 